Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's In This League with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. On the radio. 30. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. So that has completely changed. So that's and where you, that you is You see altered. that. That is a trend on almost every increase and decrease player. So I do have it like bolded on, on, on the sheet that you guys will see as well um, on that front sheet anyway. But yeah, I mean, that a lot of it is that. But it's like I mean, some some draft to let him fall into the 100th. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Uh, not Kode Senga is number three on the big jump list as far as the top 100. And it's really actually more about like the 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 worst pick and the high because I'll tell you it was seventy three up to seventy so he's he's moved just a tiny bit but he's firmly in but how far he drops he was dropping around one oh nine in early drafts he doesn't drop outside the top ninety now so it's actually about where he won't drop being one of the biggest differences in the core spot of where you draft him versus him jumping some insane amount. Yeah, and I think a lot of it because, you know, like you see his average pick, right, uh, of just the actual average, 72.26, 70, 73.18, 71.07. So it's not just about Sanga moving up or down. It's a lot of players like Yamamoto jumping ahead or moving below him. So that that's something that's been going on as well. But also Sanga getting a little bit of increase as we go, like some of these uh, starting pitchers are. Yeah, and listen, it's stri- it's strikeouts. Like strikeout yeah. is like a core piece here. People are chasing. Uh, the only other one on this, I'm not. Gonna, I'm just going to tell you right now. I'll mention the name. We're not going to do any analysis. I don't care about catchers in NFBC because <laughs> they draft them super high. Yanir Diaz up. That's a catcher you can understand, but they move catchers up because catcher. It's two catcher league, so they move up a whole lot. But Yanir Diaz is very popular. Well, that He's, that min pick, uh, that the max pick, one seventy eight in a draft was just insane because. In the other two months, 134, 118. So yeah. it was just one draft where he fell uh, immensely, it seems, maybe. So these other ones, uh, they don't have the widespread of like all four of our uh, ADP categories changes, but there are uh, some significant ones. These are three players, uh, four players. One is a catcher from <laughs> the difference between the October to December ADPs versus the na- December 22nd now ADPs. There's a decent difference. George Kirby is number one. Um, he was going f- around four, essentially 42 was his ADP in the October through early December drafts. He's now at 37. So he's moved up at least four spots. His max pick has moved up. His min pick has moved up one. But 
this is also counter to the strikeout. Every other pitcher that moves up, strikeouts, Lopez, Yamamoto, Senga, um, the next couple I'm going to mention, Kirby is the one that doesn't, and that is about the safety. And I, I'm making the arguments that, yes, he doesn't have the strikeouts, but the floor is so immense with Kirby. I think he is like such a phenomenal backbone if you're going to invest early in pitching. So that's why I'm doing it, but he has moved out. I'm going to just mention the other four and get your thoughts mm-hmm. on them. Tyler Glass now, example, you know, 130 innings out of him. He was going around 45 in those early drafts. He's now up to 38. The max pick was 81 in those earlies. He's now max of 63, so he does not fall as far. William Contreras, catcher, who cares? And then Bobby Miller, 85 in early drafts, has moved up to 75. That's much more impactful. The men pick is still higher, but there's a 23 difference between how late he was going and the latest he'll go now. So the window is closed. He's essentially between 60 and 100 is where you're going to have to take him. And at 75, those are three. And those are three key pitchers that I want to be invested in, as does a, as do a lot of people. And it's interesting because I won't mention the names for the next group of guys, but it is a different window. The window that we're talking about right now, where three of these four picks are starting pitchers, is the one where it's the more recent drafts, the last 25, you're seeing a bump in starters. And in the other ones, at least in the top 100, you're seeing a bump mainly in these two hitters that we have here. Yeah, and and we have- the, the, my range here in terms of who to point out as movers. So if you're inside the top 100, it was five picks. If you're 100 to 199, 10 picks, 200 plus, 20 or more. That's how I, you know, used to say, okay, well, this guy needs to be pulled out and looked at versus the other guys. So perfect. Uh, and then the the last two, as you were mentioning, the difference between this is guys that were only drafted between October and November, and then guys that were drafted from December on. So there's a pretty good distinction. And they're two hitters. And I think it's fun because one I'm obsessed with and one I am not obsessed with. Nico Horner has moved up. He had an ADP of just about 65, and that has now moved up to more now-ish drafts to about 60. And his min and max pick are the big changes. His max pick in the old drafts, 44, or I'm sorry, his min pick was 44, max was 103. Now his window is a 32 high and a 78 low. So that like low has really dropped. That's a window. And then Glaber Torres is the one that I love. Uh, Glaber has an over 10 spot differential. He was going outside the top 100 ADP wise in the October, November drafts with a a high pick of 71, a low pick of 124. Now his ADP is in the 90s. It's 91 with a high pick of 54 and a low of 114. So there's still kind of a big window with him, but he has firmly moved inside the top 100. Uh, I'm just not as enamored with Nico Horner. Well, let me ask you this, I know the stolen just straight bases. up, on your rankings currently, who is higher between Nico and Glaber for you? Uh, I think I have Glaber. I'm just, okay. I'm, I'm, I might. I know you don't like Nico. That was like when I was doing this, I'm like, ooh, this is going to be a fun one. Yeah, you know, I'll eat my up. words about it. NFBC pushes up stolen bases a tiny bit more. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California 
and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's in this league. Buckle up, buckaroo. All night. I just think Nico is devoid of power. And it's like, I'm not trying to, and, but he's higher batting average. He can score some runs and he stole significant good player, bases. But if, for, if, for fantasy, he doesn't provide you a lot of power. And it's just like if the stolen bases come back down and he doesn't hit quite as good, he, it, there's not a lot of RBI support. There's no, I don't think there's any power support. And I just think there's guys out there like that. Like I can get Andres Jimenez. I'll take, I'll take that player. And that's Andres Jimenez with a little worse batting average, like 50 spots later or whatever. Right. So I'm, I'm not interested in Nico Horner this year. I would rather have Glaber because I think I can get 30-10. I'll take 30 homers, 10 stolen bases out of Glaber. Then I'll take 10 homers and 40 stolen bases out of Nico. And that might break people's brains. And they're like, what? Well, why? Because <laughs> I get stolen bases in lots of places. How are they going to be? I, what? What do you mean? What's that? Why? They probably don't sound like that. They're probably very <laughs> nice people. But that, that's just me. So those th- those those are really interesting standouts that they've Moved up. How about guys that have moved down? Just talked about this guy today. I think this one's fascinating. Jazz Chisholm. So these are top 100 decreases. When we go back and look at the October on 67 ADP, he had a min of 27 and a max of 112. Well, the max has actually gotten better, but the min has dropped and he's now falling into the 70s. With a thirty, uh, with a, da, 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 a seventy, with a thirty-seven min pick, and let me take a look here because I feel like in the D, if you only do DCs, yeah, check this out, dude. December fifteenth on, his DC ADP is actually seventy-six, so he's on the decline. I'll buy. This is a guy that I want to. For me, Jazz has never been about, at least at this point, and it might fall on our face. It's not about questioning his ability like the guy in his sleep can be a 30 30 guy he can be a 20 20 guy average can swing up and down we don't necessarily love that it's about his health i can stomach the health. i think i can stomach the health that if i get him in the 70s i'm okay with this drop this is one that i don't stare at and i'm like yeah definitely i'm i like the decrease let me get some uh jazz chisholm and if he comes in healthy and banging in spring again i think he's gonna bounce right back up i think this is one to follow because while you're chasing your Nico Horners, who might be safer, I'll go three, two rounds later and take Jazz Chisholm in the outfield for sure. I, I, um, I just got him at pick 86 in this NFBC draft that we're doing. And I, I have talked I know, I about... I passed on him and it's so stupid. I shouldn't have done it. I, I've talked about Jazz on this podcast many times. I don't want to take Jazz. I don't like him very much because I don't like those injury prone players, especially in a league like this where you can't 
make moves. You know, you draft your 50, that's your 50. If they get hurt, they get hurt. That's it. So there's no ad, there's no ads, there's no pickups, there's no trades. So now I'm just stuck with Jazz for the rest of the year. But at 86 or whatever, I was like, well, even I have to take him now. So uh, I think the value is becoming uh, higher and higher quickly on Jazz. But I do think the closer we get to the season, and then, you know, once you see him working out and in spring training and healthy, that number is going to move up and up and up. I think I think we're going to get a little more of a downtick. But as soon as you start seeing him be active, you know, in February and spring training and stuff and know that he's 100% healthy, then I think his his cost is going to move back up too because we know the talent's there. It's just staying on the field is the big thing with him. Yeah, and I and then and that, those are those are the risks that I'll take. If the question is just about, and, and what's interesting is like there's kind of an inverse that happens too. I think a lot of people, it's like, at least in NFBC drafts, and I'm kind of recurgitating this a little bit from fantasy pros from what I just said. So apologies, but like, I, I kind of see so many people are like, oh, I don't care about sample size. And like sample size is less worrisome than an injury ridden stuff is. So like people will let any injury prone player drop. Then they will question a player that had 33% strikeout rate and have to take him in the top 20. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the, mm-hmm. like that's not a question. A guy that had so many at bats with worrisome trends I'll take him and invest a second round pick, but I want to invest a six round pick in a guy that has continuously gone 30, 30, who has an injury uh, tag on them. And right. to your point in FBC, that's a little bit different, but he's on a falling trend. So really outside of our narratives here, those are just what you need to know. And, and I, and I assume that that may not be the case. You may get back into spring training and look healthy. And maybe we're at the point like we are with Stanton and so many other guys where it's just like, well, you're just not going to stay on the field. But I think it's still too early in his career to just say that overall. Uh, if he gets hurt again this year, I think he's hit, he's got the tag and that's it. He's going to have that tag for at least the next. And that's fine. The positive is we don't have to pay the top 35 price tag. We did last year. We are, we're double down on that and where we're paying for him. And I think, I think it's easier to stomach, but that is just me personally, especially. I obviously do too, because I drafted him. So. Yeah, and if you're weighing your stolen base stuff, like I, I want to pick and choose some of my spots. Get you need to get your a couple thirty stolen base guys. Like that's why I don't want to be negative about Horner completely. I'm just saying I just think he's devoid of like some other stuff that I don't think is going to like get a ton better. But pick your spots, and maybe Nico's your spot. Jazz is that's kind of my spot. That's where I would go. Um, we got a couple more guys that they're in that like not qualifying at every range. So this is October to December versus December on. And these are decreases in the top 100. Bo Bichette, 38, has fallen down to 41. Here's the big change. The men pick. Yeah. He was 17 was his highest pick he was going from October to December. From December 22nd on, the highest he's going is 32. So people are moving him a full round out. He has not gone inside the top two rounds from December 22nd on in any draft. That's what I'm telling you. So that's what has changed with Bo Bichette. You also have Paul Goldschmidt, who's decreasing. Love this by uh, 78 in October. <clears throat> He's jumped down to almost 82. He had a min of 40, but his min is now 62. So that's like almost two rounds he's dropped down. And then Justin Steele had a 102 ADP. It's fallen to 110 in current drafts. And then he had a 42 min. His high now is 96. So one person might have screwed that men up because the ADPs change, but he's barely inside the top 100. Those are three pretty big increases 
so far uh, decreases. I'm sorry. And actually, Paul Goldschmidt's the only one that I'm actually interested in of these three. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. And I think th- these ones are weird because this is the, to me, this is the ADP be damned, you know, um, early. Because Bo Bichette went in the top 17, Goldie in the top 50, and Justice Steele in the top 50 as well. So I think I think the second ranking, the last 25, I think that's more of where these guys are going to end up going. So uh, I think it's I think these are more a couple big outliers to start. And now these are the reasonable prices that we will be paying for these guys. Uh, these This last little category here, this is the uh, December on versus the October to November. So these are like good separators. And we got three key players that are decreasing. Royce Lewis. Royce Lewis, 44 essentially, down to 50. Men pick went from 15 to 22. Yuri Perez, 68 down to 77. Men and Max have changed a little bit. Nothing significant. Not a that's lot. A, but that's a pretty significant ADP change. It is. And then Josh Young, who we talked about, 90, his ADPs are all over the place. It's like DCs from uh, December 15th on, it's like 110 now. But this is 96 to essentially 105. And the Max pick is really still big. And he's, you know, he goes maybe in the top 50, which is crazy. But those are outliers because his average has now fallen outside the top 100. So those are your top 100 decreasers overall. And I got to be honest, fascinating I'm, su- names. I'm surprised that all three of these names are decreasers, you know, because these are the names that I expect to come up in draft season. I expect Royce Lewis to get a little bit of a bump for people taking a risk, right? Same thing with Yuri. It's, you know, I know Yuri was not as good on the back half or whatever, but it's still, he's still a young pitcher with upside. Uh, and the same thing for young, I know maybe hitting lower in the lineup or whatever, but I just, I kind of don't understand these guys losing value right now. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says... In this league. Hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the mozzarella sticks? In this league. 
We are now 100, 101, essentially to 99. Here are a couple big increasers. There's going to be a couple different categories. Obviously, we've told you about the different ADPs all over the board. How about Jackson Churio? Jackson Churio, from October to November, had an ADP of 224. Oh, do this for me real quick, Welsh. Do we know the date that he signed his extension? Um, I'm going to look it up. Okay, yeah, look it up. I'm, I'm going to look it up, and I bet you you can see the clear delineation yeah, here. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked about that. So I mean, those enormous. I feel like it was like in November, but the October through November, it was 224, but he did have a high of 124. When we jump up to October all the way through December, ADP is a little bit better. It's 186 with a high of 97. It was December 1st, so we have it right here. Okay, so perfect. So, yeah, so then the, which one is December 1st? The December 1st is the, the yellow. One. So from December 1st on, his ADP became 140. So the minute he signed, it was 140 with a high of 97. And then the now current ADP, he's moved up even a little bit further to 135. That's him signing. That's not them anointing yet. But the right. assumption, if there is an anointment, I think he'll be inside the top 100. I think you will see that men become more the regular and maybe his ADP won't actually fully get inside the top 100, but I'll bet you if you sort by like the minute he's announced on, he'll be an inside the top 100 guy simply because he's a, he's a 30, 30 threat. He's totally could do what we've seen a lot of these rookies uh, put up in the more you know recent past. The only problem is he's going to be rookie of the year competing against uh, Yamamoto who qualifies. Oh, I've been yeah. staring. I've been staring at DK or no, it was FanDuel's uh, early award stuff, and I want to get squirrely, but I keep looking at Yamamoto, and it's it's still plus two hundred you can get right now, and it's just I just don't know how I go against Yamamoto. Yeah, I I think I that's probably a good call. Yeah. I don't know. They don't. I mean, he's so experienced, and he's on the Dodgers, so that's fine. I just trio trio seems like otherworldly talent it, it takes a lot for a pitcher to get it um you know strider was able to get it but he shared it i think with michael harris i think or uh or no, maybe michael harris got it over no, i think harris got it yeah, yeah you're right michael harris i think it was like strider won like some you know like sports illustrated rookie of the year or whatever and then he and then harris got it but that's my point it's like strider was better than harris and it takes a lot but yamamoto on the dodgers it might be enough but trio, yeah, well, it was harris i just double checked so. Yeah, and Cheerio's on the rise. Bailey Ober, 168 from the October through December. His ADP is now 158, min of 137, max of 190. And Craig Kimbrell, Craig Kimbrell's is pretty easy. 216 when you just look at like October through November. Then he gets with Baltimore and they kind of anoint him as the closer. He's now going 116 with a min of 63. But just don't pay too, too much attention to that. How I personally, how I care to view catchers and closers in NFBC is just the order that they go, not when they go, because they just go way higher here. But you do need to understand them if you're going to do draft champions or, you know, 50s or whatever it's going to be like. You do need to know that. And I made I made a list of uh, just RPs dropping in value uh, and it's almost all of them. I mean, it's Williams, Diaz, Presley, Helsley, Iglesias, Romano, Seawall, Presley, uh, Munoz. All those guys are still going in the top 100. Well, actually, Helsley's not. But 
all those guys were going in the top 100 and are still floating in that range. Helsley is now averaging around 108, but all of those guys have fallen at least five spots. And then beyond those guys, Phillips, obviously Cano with Kimbrell signing, Bruce Dar, James MacArthur with Will Smith signing, and AJ Puck because they're stretching him out. All guys that have fallen as well. So lots and lots of RPs are dipping in value right now a little bit, So which I like, but hopefully this trend continues. We'll see. Uh, these are the, so we have the December, we have the October through December, and then we have the December on variances. These are increases still. Cole Reagan's 113, if you count October through December, 107 from December 22nd on is the ADP. The and min really, picks actually and, got worse, by the way. That's one thing I want to throw out. The min pick got worse as of recent than it did uh, earlier on. And it's, it well, it's funny too, because that max pick, uh, in the early drafts was 177 and now it's 130. So that's, you know, almost 50 spots of difference right there. So it was a lot of that was done in probably two or three drafts where he fell uh, com- uh, a lot. And while the difference is only five spots in like the ADP number in the actual rank of where the players are coming out after the ADP, it is 11 spots. It's 113 versus 102. So he's almost working himself inside that top 100 right now. Big increase. We talked about Reagan's on the SP profile. Big increase in velocity uh, in the back half of the year as well. Yeah. I mean, he looks like, I mean, there's huge major walk issues, but like there looks like there's a big strikeout profile in there and people are wanting to make that bets, but he still doesn't cross the top 100. You've got a, a closer and a pitcher that also in here, Mitch Garver, really his max pick has changed 70 spots. That's the most important thing. Um, he's in a DH for the team. He he's actually a little bit more of a fun catcher to pay attention to just simply because he's in a DH. And then Jose Alvarado, I think a lot more assumption that he's going to be locked in as a closer, which I don't know, might be a little too early here. You never know. Hater could sign there, but it's still Alvarado going right around 200. So he's yeah. pretty far down there. The other two, this is that difference where we look at like only October to November. And then we do the, what is it? Uh, the December 1st on. Yeah. And the only other guy, Sonny Gray, he went from 129 in that little period of time, and his ADP is now 120, so there's around 10 spot difference. You know, decent min and max pick difference. And then Logan Ohapi, another catcher one. So those are your 100 to 200 increasers. Ohapi's been a big riser recently. I don't know. I think he went pretty high in our draft, too. So it's just catcher, though. Like, I, yeah. I bet like, I know you don't care about catchers, but Ohapi is a. He's a name that's rising right now. No, it's sure. not that I don't even care about catchers. It's that NFBC skews the value of catchers they a do. whole lot. Like I'd be more interested in, like I said, my focus on NFBC would be who is he moving above catcher wise? Not like overall players. I just don't care about that. But like, is he now, was he below, I'm just saying arbitrary name, like Wilson Contreras. And has he now jumped him? Are people you know getting that excited about him? Those are the kind of focal points, but he has jumped. So he's one of those guys that you do need to pay attention to decreasers quite a bit of decreasers in the 100 range so i'm we're going to be a little bit quicker justin verlander 116 from that october to december 127 now check this out min pick was 49 back then december 22nd on 94 so there the world has turned on justin verlander they've also turned on hunter green similar kind of output 131 ADP, it's moved to 140 now. Min pick, 31 spot difference. His high was 64. His high now from December 22nd on, not higher than 95. These are two SPs that have some strikeout potential, but interest is waning. 
Yeah, I think Hunter Green is just volatile and Justin Verlander is old. If we're boiling it down to one point, right? I think those those are the things. And I'm I'm a little I'm not surprised that an older veteran like Verlander would fall. That doesn't shock me at all. Hunter Green is a little surprising, but he missed so much time. It's also not I'm not sitting here going, well, I just don't understand. I understand, but I don't think I'm going to move him that far down. I think some of it is also like if other pitcher, if a lot of pitchers in the top 100 are going to rise, there has to be a balance. Someone's got to start falling where people are taking their pitchers. Now they've got to rebalance back out with hitters. And I think maybe you're seeing a couple of the names that are getting hit because people are pushing some other guys up. Um, Christian Encarnacion Strand. This is actually a really fascinating one. I kind of think. This has to do with people scared about Jamer signing there Candy, and maybe making yeah. it more volatile for Strand. But Strand has got one of those absurd, like under the you know, hard hit barrel percentage, pull the ball type of things. Projections are really interesting. There's a lot to like if you think some if somebody could pull an about face and hit 35 plus homers in Cincinnati. It's actually Strand. Yet he was 131 with a high of 65. He's now 144, but his high is 105. So he does not go from December 22nd on in NFBC. He has not gone inside the top 100. So that's a pretty significant diamond hands. They're not drafting him all because of candy. I guess Cedric Mullins, 132 with a high of 46. Now 143 with a high of 92. People do not believe Gavin Williams is a pitcher. That's also dropping 152 with a high of 102. His now ADP is 162. That's 10 spots difference with a high of 125. That's almost two rounds. And then Max Scherzer, you know, it's because of injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he's floating. So Mullins, this was interesting because he had, in one of those early drafts, obviously, it was something between October and November, he had a min pick of inside the top 50 of 46. Since then, uh, in the last 25 drafts, his high has been 92. So barely inside the top 100. And, um, you know, in since December 1st, his high is 77. So in those first three weeks, he's, he's come down consistently pretty much every single week since the offseason uh, started and NFBC started offering drafts. So I, I'm, I'm wondering if Cedric Mullins continues to fall and become a better deal for every single draft. So that, that was an interesting one. Gavin Williams just moved. It was 12 total spots. Not a lot changed with his, uh, I mean, he did have a high pick of inside the, of, of just outside the top 100 at 102, and now it's 125 in the last 25 versus 122 over the last two months. I don't know. I, I think this is more about people moving ahead of him more than him moving so far down. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Wait, wait, let me let me explain something to you. I am not in this league. You're in this league. I'm the dude. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you might be definitely on that one. A couple others. By the way, this is interesting because another decrease. I'm, we're just differentiating now. These are like you know, this is the 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 two differences. Uh, ones instead of changing across all of our four categories. There's another Oriole that drops is Anthony Santander. I think people really have a difficult time coming to terms with his uh, or with the um, the ballpark factors for Baltimore yeah. and like that becoming a little bit more pitcher friendly. Santander had a great year though. Yeah, but you you see like four you see like four Baltimore Orioles that sit there and end up being the. Um, that end up being like the highest expected losers of homers. Losers. Ball Savant. They're losers. Uh, he was he was one forty three with a min of eighty. He's now one forty eight with a min of one oh three. Noelvi is a very interesting decreaser. It's the same had, thing as CES. Uh yeah, another Cincinnati guy, another third base guy. One fifty eight down to one sixty eight. Min was ninety six. It's now one thirty three. Again, that's candy. Uh Alec Bohm. 159 down to 169. His min was 108, 124. And Christian Javier, 169. He's down to 178. Min has massively changed. 81 was the high. 146 is the low. So that's a really interesting one. And then the last category is just looking at October through November and then looking December on. Wyatt Langford was 156. He's actually decreased down to 166. I think People just getting a little bit scared as time moves on and understanding the market, not willing to push as much. His high was 76. It's now only 93. And then Nolan Gorman, 189 to 196. He had a big max pick change. So those are those one. Those are all the 100 to 200 buzzy players in both areas. Yeah. Marte, uh, what was his? I was just looking at our draft um, because he went 186. So he went even further than where his average is at 168. So he is continuing to fall. Uh, not a surprise there. The rest, I don't know. Lang- is is Langford moving down surprising you? It's not that it's surprising me. It's I just think it's like people are like, oh, now that we have a certainty in other areas, this uncertainty and that there hasn't been some announcement, maybe I don't want to take that risk right now. I think... People understanding the market more are taking a little bit less risk, and that's why he's moving down. People feel Churio has a higher ADP than Langford, and Langford is the number one prospect, not me, but the number one prospect in so many places. And it's just because like there's one notch better that is felt with Churio than it is Langford. I literally just think it's about people being like, all right, well, now I know what these rosters are looking like, and you know, are the Rangers going to do that? Rangers also haven't made a move offensively that I think people are bracing themselves for. 
I feel like people are bracing themselves for the Rangers to do something to shock us, bring in a Bellinger or make a trade for a hitter that no one was prepared for. Something like that. Yeah, I could see that happening for sure. Yeah, I think that's where it's kind of uh, sitting right now. All right, let's go to our 200 plus increasers. We got a bunch, so I'm going to go through tiers. Real quick, let let me just start uh, at the very beginning here because we have nine guys that are in all um, four categories here that move, and five of them are on new teams. So that is why we have the increase in a lot of these guys. But the other four didn't move teams, so I'll be interested to hear your take on, because five are obvious, the other four uh, are moving up. So we have Mason Miller, was 247, now 212. Might be the closer. Target him. I tried to target him. I got cute in this draft. I did not get him. I think he will be the closer. I love that pick. Uh, Jamer, who we mentioned, was 249. He was actually, between October and November, was 272. He's now up to 212 on average. He does not have a, uh, his lowest pick ever was 252. So it's his lowest pick ever from December 22nd on is higher than what his average was October through November. <laughs> yeah. If you can his low that. pick was 344 before that, which is just Ridiculous. crazy. Uh, you also have Tyler O'Neill, 273, now up to 230 with a high of 202, but now he's with Boston. Uh, Luis Ringifo, 291 to 261. Jung Hu Lee, 320, now 255, people understanding where he is. You also have uh, Luis Severino, 406, now 324. Nestor Cortez, 298, 268. Tyler Black is a huge one, 531. He's now 464. And Yuki Matsui was 535, is now 267. That one's a little messy, though, because of all the different reports of who the Padres' closer is. Well, also and people his, are just speculating. His min pick in, in those early drafts was 744, or his max pick, I mean. So that, there was just one league where he fell into the 700s, which is just insane. But uh, t- tell me about Tyler Black, because I see everywhere I look, I see Tyler Black sleeper, Tyler Black sleeper. So uh, yeah, well, fill us in here. I actually am not like in love with Tyler Black, but I have, I've said this like over and over. Part of this is about my preconceived what I watched with him in the Arizona Fall League. The problem with that narrative is he was so good the following season. 18 homers, 55 stolen bases, and he hit 284, 23 year old. He moved two levels uh, between, whoops, A and AAA, and he got better at AAA. Power numbers kind of, depleted a bit. He absolutely destroyed the Southern league in 84 games. He hit 14 of his 18 homers and stole 47 of his, whatever 50, uh, 55 stolen bases. But then in 39 games in AAA, he hit really well, but only four homers and eight stolen bases. So like, I think he can be good. He has a potential of 2020. I just don't know if they're going to hand him those reins. And my, I just personally, after watching him, I'm just not, I just don't know if there's a special, special talent, but I definitely think he can be a super util guy for a long time. He, it, to me, he's always had more Chris Taylor vibes, but I don't know. People love him way more than I do. And I think the idea is the Brewers are selling off and this position is going to open up. And because he's at AAA, he's going to get an early opportunity and there's huge stolen bases. So that's why he's increasing. And yeah. it's a fine bet. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a free bet. In NFBC drafts, when you're in the 500s, eh, take that free shot, baby. Why Why wouldn't you consider that? I think mine here, I love Mason Miller. I'm in with Jamer, of course, but I'm really, I've missed on Tyler O'Neill in our 
draft, which pissed me off. That's one I want to have as a resurgence. I thought you didn't like him because he's short. No, I, he's, he's got lots of muscles, lots of muscles, and he can run and stuff like that. I just didn't think he was as good because he was a little You heard that. Guy. Well said um, he got taller. So Mason Miller, Jamer, O'Neal, and I'll speculate with Yuki. Everybody else is a little bit like whatever. Yeah, um, I think so too. But this is the all move around territory. So we have a couple others. Orlando RC at 466 to 393. Von Grissom, 528. He's up to 413 ADP with a high of 232. Frankie Montas when he signed. 530 to 418. Will Smith is in the 400s now from 531. Alec Manoa has moved a bit. Someone took him 126 in the early stuff. Since December 22nd, he is not, he has gone 300 as his I, highest I'm going to guess that was Frank Manoa, his dad or whatever. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Adam Manoa. Yeah. Uh, Jack Flaherty has moved up a bit, and Hunter Renfro has moved up as well. We've got Robert Suarez was 230 to 222 and Matt Brash 288 to 263. The Brash one is interesting because I think a lot of people think like Brash might come in and swoop in some stolen bait or some saves for uh, Seattle that Munoz might not be guaranteed. And there was Britt Rooker just did an interview. I don't know if it was with pit, with the pitching ninja or not, but they asked him or maybe it was foul territory. Whoever it was, they said, who has the nastiest pitch in baseball? And he went, Matt Brash's slider is the nastiest pitch in baseball. So Brash can light it up on velo and has a disgusting slider that has some makings of a closer. So I think that that is a speculative ad territory, but those are all the plus 200 increasers. Is there anybody that jumps out to you in excitement? Well, I mean, I think the relief pitchers that are in here, because like Will Smith signed, obviously Uh, Vaughn Grissom potentially getting playing time now in Boston is a lot of fun. So obviously he is going to move up uh, Montas going to Cincinnati. Uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, the, the rest I kind of understand. I'm a little surprised by, you know, speculating on these closers when all of the rest of the closers are moving down. But, you know, th- this is the range. It's post 200. And for Brash, it is. He's still post 250. Only one time has uh, or only in one min pick is he. Uh, inside the top 200. So I think this is an appropriate range to take a, you know, a dart throw on a potential closer and stuff like that. So I'm not too shocked by any of them here. Here are your uh, 200 plus decreases. Chris Bryant, 274. He's now 296. He had a min pick of 150. It is now the highest of 208. I passed on him in the 300s. Tommy Pham, 288 to 324. Similar range. I think Tommy Fams is just about hit where his home is going to be. A lot of people were thinking he was going to be with the Dodgers and they went to Oscar. So let's see if he, ha- I took him in our, our draft. So I hope he gets a good spot, but I think he was at the point because we're post 300. Now uh, we're at the point where I was like, I mean, I'm even thinking about Tommy Pham. So yeah, yeah, I needed outfield help anyways, but like, I think it's he, categorically, he deserves to be inside the top 200. I just, people just don't know, but he was 288 and now he's 324. Tyler Wells, 400 to 500, Freddie Furman, 488 to 569, and Clayton Kershaw has moved from 511 to 565, and he's not going to be back until midseason. And then our last group, Eloy Jimenez, 206 between October and November, now 228, but his min pick in that October-November time was 98. It's now (laughs) 165, so that has changed. Andrew Vaughn, 219 to 230. He has an 81 spot difference or 89 spot difference between his highest pick between uh, October through November. He went 101 at the highest 
from December 1st on, 190 is the highest he's ever gone. So that is a dramatic big difference. Reese Olsen, 255 to 272. Cutter Crawford, 286 to 211. Jordan Lawler has fallen into the 400s from 320. Trevor Bauer, 466 to 572. And Steven Matz, 490 to 569. You want to know an interesting thing on Bauer? Two points. I heard from a birdie Mm -hmm. that, that there is still a thought in some teams that Bauer is going to get a job mm. this year. And then Jim Bowden went on foul territory uh, just the other day and said affirmatively his major league uh, baseball career is over that no team will ever sign Trevor Bauer. Wow. So it is interesting from somebody inside of an organization saying that um, there is, but I was going to pull up the actual thing of, or I was going to do a better job at, let's see, let me see if I can do a better job of rehashing what they said, <laughs> that it's going to take some time. Ultimately, they think he will sign somewhere. I don't want to go into the other things of what was said, but they said that ultimately it's going to take some time, but they think he will sign somewhere. Jim Bowden said affirmatively his major league baseball career is over. Man, so. I um, I don't know. I I think that I just don't think you can speak in affirmatives like that Uh, because, I mean, you could get new ownership of a team and the thought process changes completely from the top down, right? So I I don't want to say it's over for him, um, but I am not surprised. And this is the thing that I talked about, not only with this situation, but with the Hall of Fame as well, when you're a jerk to everyone around you and you give them a reason to kick you out, they're going to take it. That's what, that is what is going on with Trevor Bauer. It's not just because of the stuff that he did and all of that. And then, you know, obviously didn't do, um, and, and all that it's because the guy's a dick. Nobody likes him. That is, you're not going to have people behind you. So you give them a reason. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Come. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says... In this league. Hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the mozzarella sticks? In this league. I think most of the shortstop at-bats to the Diamondbacks this season will eventually go to Boston. I don't know if it's going to start off that way, but I think it's going to end that way for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, and I'm not even saying it has to be shortstop. I think it could be third base. So I think third base. Well, they got bats. Suarez. So. Yeah, but Suarez can also DH. They could also move him. I think they could flip around. I think they have flexibility. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see where it is. But that's yeah. why I want to speculate. And the whole point of this, regardless of the speculation, those are guys that are dropping. If you want to know the post post 200 that has less interest, Eloy, Lawler, Chris Bryant, Tommy Pham. Those are some of those. And across the board, I think we gave you guys a lot to chew on here. These are the big ADP changes across the board from October up until now. And there'll be plenty more that's going to happen. But these give you the baseline as websites will start to open up and you start it. Maybe you already have. But if you haven't, as you guys start to dig into your drafts, guess what? We're going to dig into a draft on the next episode because we got a mock draft. That's right. Mock draft 2.0. And it is redraft time, baby. We are jumping into, I believe, a Roto. I think Roto yep. first one is coming up here. We'll be filling that in our ITL army. It'll be a live draft. We'll be reacting to it. And we'll be doing it every single week, all the way up until draft season. Mock draft series is here. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you do not miss it. If you want to be a part of it, go to inthisleague.com. You have an opportunity. New members at LT or above. We will give you an opportunity. If you can make it, then you can have a spot. Uh, but even if you can't make that spot, we'll still try to make sure in the future ones, as long as you can make our times, we're going to be doing lots of different ones, Roto, head-to-head, points leagues. So make sure that you guys are hanging out with us here. And go to inthisleague.com if you guys want to uh, get access to all the ranks that we talked about, want to get in the group me rooms, whatever. We'd love to have you. And it supports us, which we uh, very much appreciate. That is it. Catch me on Fantasy Pros. Make sure to like and tweet all those things. Tell them how much you love Go support Leading Off because that is uh, my other venture now. So make we are back, by the way. So subscribe to that podcast. Check out the YouTube as well. And just follow me on Twitter at Is It The Welsh. He's at Bogman Sports. And we'll talk to you guys on the next episode right here on In This League. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.